Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I told you the juiciness was going to continue. And we are jumping right into it with my friend and colleague, Tim Link. Now, for those of you listening to the show, please take down this number. But also, we have a connection with our psychic on air, folks. I believe. But the bottom line is that you are going to be able to call in because why Tim Link is one of the most sought after uh, pet communicators on the planet. And we're going to be answering your questions about what your pet is saying, what your pet's up to. Uh, and whether the pet is still with us or not, you'll be able to do that in two ways. One, you can give us a shout at our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. Or you can give us a shout at our instant feedback um uh, instant feedback option. Instant feedback at psychicair.com. Psychicair.com. They got a little form right there. If you go to psychicair. PsychicAir.com. PsychicOnAir. PsychicOnAir.com. Slow down. Got it? Got it. Got PsychicOnAir.com. And then right there is like a little feedback form. Our main man, Jimmy, is handling that. So we've got Jimmy, Benny, and Tim joining us here. Tim, the phones are ringing. I want to make sure everybody's got that toll-free number. 1-800-930-2819. I should do that slower. one 800 930 2819, we're taking your calls. Let's talk about animal communication, what it is, and what you've decided to say yes to for your life, Tim. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited about being back on. It's going to cool. be a great day. So everybody call in, and we'll get your questions answered. Um, but basically, animal communication is, um, the way I like to describe it is, I have a gift. I have an ability to be able to connect with the animals at perhaps a much deeper or different level than some people. And what I mean by that is when I connect with the animals, when I communicate with them, ask them questions, they will give me information back. And they'll give me information in the form of words, colors, pictures, feelings, emotions, all the things we go through as humans, our animals go through, they choose to communicate in the fashion that is most comfortable to them and the fashion that they think me as a mere human could possibly understand them. So basically, if you have questions about your pets, problems, concerns, thoughts, whatever it may be, we can connect with your animals, find out what's going on with them, make sure they understand what you need from them. In return, they can tell you what they need from you, thus forming that best relationship possible. So, you know, you're also somebody that you're an author and you've written about this and you have stories that talk about what your experiences have been. Uh, and this is like really cool stuff. So, you know, basically, when we're talking about communicating, this could be about a current uh, animal friend we have that maybe is acting in a certain way uh, or some situation with an animal friend we've lost in the past that still sort of haunts us, correct? Tim? Absolutely, absolutely. So the book, Wagging Tales, Every Animal Has a Tell. Mm. It's a collection of 32 stories of animals I've worked with, and it also has 24 helpful hints, little tips for you to have a better relationship and a better understanding of your pet. And it's available nationwide at all major booksellers and 
on uh, Amazon.com and on my website, wagging-tell.com. Well, the phones are jumping off the hook here, and uh, I would say we need to get going. Sounds good to me. All right. Thank you so much for being so, you know, 1-800-930-2819. Mr. Benny. Yep. Let's take Debbie. Uh, she's calling in from Seattle. She has a question about her dog, Sissy. Uh, apparently, Sissy has some neck and hip problems. So, Debbie, welcome to the, the Dr. Pat Show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. How can we help you, Debbie? And uh, happy day to you. Thanks. You too. Um, I have I do dog rescues, and so I have a few issues going on. Um, but I have an older dog. Her name's Sissy. She's a she too. And um, I've taken her to the chiropractor a few times, and I've had her on anti-inflammatories, which seem to help. But I just want to make sure um, she seems to still be having problems in her hip area. And um, if I pick her up um, certain ways, she'll growl and and snap. So I'm not sure if it's arthritis okay. or. Yeah. Well, de- thanks for calling in, Debbie. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I've got some. He, um, here's what I got. I've got some stiffness in the neck right now. There's some stiffness in the neck, especially on the left side of the neck. It's real stiff. Um, it's it's a little painful to touch. So she and when I sort of gave her a visualization of massaging and or touching it, she said, don't touch. So it is very tender for her. There's also, is it her right hip more than her left? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Okay, focus on the right. Be, it seems to be. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay, that's okay. Um, today, it feels like the right hip. So either it's, uh, the man, it's manifesting from there or she's compensating by leaning more towards the right. But the right hip's a little bit sore today. So um, I do think it's some arthritis. How old is she? She says, is she 11? She says 11. Yeah, she's something. I'd have to look at her records. But, yeah, I think she's um, between 10 and 12. So, yeah, probably okay. 11. Okay, good, good. So she says she's 11. So it's a little bit of arthritis, a little bit of stiffness in there. I think the, the things that you're doing, um, the anti-inflammatories, um, unless she gets to the point where she's not really wanting to move too much, I, I per- personally would like to stay away from uh, medication. Your veterinarian will know a lot more about this than, than I do, but I'd like to go with more holistic approaches. Um, the things you're doing? Cod liver oil. I've been giving her some cod liver oil and uh, glucosamine chondritin. Tim, is that what you're referring to, cod liver oil? and Absolutely. What? Oils, whether it's cod liver oil or, or fish, fish oil. oil or uh, flaxseed oil. So the oils are great. You're doing perfect there. The uh, glucosamine chondroitin, make sure it has some MSM in there. It's yes. also good. Keep that lubricated. Uh, continue to do uh, massage work. Chiropractic's fine. And you may want to even explore uh, some acupuncture for her. Okay. i got to ask you a question for Debbie. Uh, you know, does food and diet play a factor in this uh, situation or not? Um, well, are you asking, you asking I'm me? I'm asking Tim. Yeah, basically. Well, I think part of it's the aging process. I think part of it's just uh, due to her skeletal structure. Okay. Food and diet is obviously a big part of that. So if you're adding supplements like the glucosamine chondroitin, you're adding the fish oils on there, and you're doing some energy work or some massage healing, that's going to help her out a great deal. And as far as her bark, you know, go ahead. I have been doing some um, healing work with her because I believe in that. And okay. so I have been. And she does. She starts licking and giving me signs that when I actually, she doesn't like it when I try and do Reiki stuff on her. She'd rather have me kind of massage it gently. And um, because if I try and just hold my hand over the top, she starts freaking out. Wow. And um, 
So I, uh, I just, I have been gently massaging it, and it seems to help. The other issue is, is she's had ongoing bladder problems, and I'm just wondering if that's taken care of, or if she's still having that issue. Yep. Yeah, I don't feel the bladder thing flaring up right now. Okay. But I know the stress from her arthritis is probably triggering some of the bladder thing. Okay. So we do want to keep an eye on that. But keep doing what you're doing. And then when you go to pick her up, the best thing to do right now, since it's a little tender, a little bit sore for her, announce yourself beforehand. Let her know what you're going to do. Let her know you're picking her up. And when she does a good job and she right. doesn't growl back, applaud her. Like it's the best thing in the world that she's ever done. Got that, Debbie? <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, uh, Debbie. Great job. Tim Link joining us here today. We're taking your calls at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Mr. Benny. Yes, uh, Valerie, one quick question. Is it Cara or Cora? Cora? Okay, I just want to make sure. Cora, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. You're calling in from Woodenville. Uh, apparently her dog is bothered by other dogs in the park. Hi, Cora. Hi, lovely to, uh, to take my call. Um, yes, I have a dog, and she loves to go to the dog park. But um, for some reason, in the past year, she gets upset when other dogs sniff her behind, even though she loves to sniff other dogs behind. And I wanted to know what's up with that and <laughs> why uh, she wants me to pick her up if another dog becomes too nosy on her behind. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Well, I appreciate you saying that. She kept giving me the words big dog. But you say you pick her up, so she's a small dog, but she thinks she's a big dog, right? Well, she's 12 pounds. I don't know if she knows she's small or big. Okay, she thinks she's a big dog, and so that's what... And does she have more problems with the bigger dogs approaching her or the smaller dogs? Uh, she has... Uh, for playing, she has a problem with the bigger dogs because she's been body slammed uh, a couple times, and now she's more careful. But with right. the sniffing, she really doesn't like anybody to sniff her more than a couple seconds. Okay, so she is just to let you know she has she is a, a, she considers herself a big dog now, which big dogs get to rule the roost. So she gets to decide first who sniffs who. So okay. if you that situation, if she has the opportunity to sniff the other dog first before the other dog approach, you know, fully approaches her and fully does a, a check of her, then that's going to make her happier. And when she does it right, make sure you applaud her. But she is feel it's not a she's not a fear it's not a fearful thing for her. It's more of she thinks that she needs to control that situation. So if she gets to be the first one to approach and do the full investigation, she's gonna be much happier with it. And so oh. make sure that you're not correcting her, that you're not you know, if she does it no, the wrong I don't way. Correct her. Okay, perfect. Then just applaud her when she does it right. But try to make it when if, if other dogs are coming near her or you're going to be talking to someone that has another dog, see if she can do the first approach. If she can do the first approach, then she's going to be happier with the situation. Okay. Um, and one question. How old is she? She was a rescue, so I don't know how old she is. She, well, she's saying seven. So how old did, how old did they say at the rescue? Uh, she should be three and a half now. Three and a half. Okay, so she's got an old soul, and I think part of this is that maturity, that 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 feeling that she has, that she's more of a, a stronger, uh, more of a, a mature dog, more of the alpha type dog. That's why she wants to approach this. She's a little bit older, a little bit wiser than, and she could be very well three years old. Um, I always like, you know, I, I've worked with rescue for many, many years, and it's always a shot in the dark at how old they are. But usually within a couple of years, they get it right. So, wow, excellent. Yeah. 
Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Cora. Thank you for joining us. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're taking your calls. Margaret, we'll get to you. Ellen, thank you. Just bear with us. We'll get to you. 1-800-930-2819. And Benny, of course, is coordinating with our buddy Jimmy. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tim Link. So how many times have you said, I need to quit smoking? And how many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail? How many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help you to become smoke-free for life. Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Did you know the leading cause of abnormal inflammation in the body is the American diet? Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie Burhunt, here to share some information about inflammation. We often link inflammation with an injury, a sprained ankle or pulled muscle, but inflammation is so much more than that. Experts believe that inflammation equals aging. Inflammation is the reason we get wrinkles, why we forget things, why we become irritable or even cranky. Inflammation is what causes arthritic pain, stiffness when you're moving the muscles, wheezing of asthma, and the discomfort of allergies. For more information on how chiropractic adjustments can reduce the inflammatory process in your body, visit us at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Do you want a better relationship? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals or improve your health and fitness? Well, why choose just one? How would you like all of that and more? You have the answers. All the power you need is within yourself. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings and the laws of consciousness within a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Get the results you want now. Contact the Empowerment Partnership. Join us for the Huna Prosperity Weekend. Become a manifestation magnet with money, relationships, and health now in Seattle. Sign up for January 30th to 31st. Let us show you how to unlock your hidden potential. Call 800-800-MIND, M-I-N-D, or visit us at huna.com. Limited seating available. Know it, believe it, and make it reality. Those dogs out, by the way. Benny, we got fired up here on the telephone line. But, Tim, before we jump in, please give your website and telephone information. These are really short readings, and I know you do something much more extensive. So I want people to know uh, how they can connect with you. 
Absolutely. Well, to find out more about me and the events that I'm doing and sign up for your own personal private consultation and the free monthly e-newsletter, go to the website, which is wagging-tales.com. That's W-A-G-G-I-N-G-T-A-L-E-S.com. There's whole wonderful information, helpful tips, and get your own private consultation so we can spend some more time with your pets. Well, oh, my goodness. We're going at it right now, Tim. Yep. Uh, let's uh, take Ellen from Marysville. Her cat doesn't want to use the kitty door. Let's see if we can uh, get some direction in the old kitty. Hi, Ellen. Ellen. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Good Glad morning to you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks anyway, for calling. Cat, thank you. My cat... Uh, uh, I got him from a rescue place almost a year ago, and he doesn't want to use the kitty door. At first he did. One day I opened it for him, and it slapped him in the face really hard, and he's refused to use it now, and I, I shove him through it all the time. But if I open it, the door, then he's happy. But I want him to go in and out of the kitty door because I work so many hours. Okay. Tim. Right. Right, absolutely. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I got, a, I got a, a tap on the nose when you were first starting to talk. So the door obviously came back, smacked, and uh, doesn't like that anymore. You get hit on the nose, that's not a good thing. So what we want to do with this is uh, your cat doesn't quite understand the purpose of the kitty door and doesn't think it's safe, even though we know it's safe. So what we want to do is let's get some more practice in there. Let's go on the other side of the door, hold it open for the kitty, and let the kitty come through and give a favorite treat. And then we try to do the same thing from the inside. We push it out so the kitty can walk out and have a little treat on the other side. So we're going to do some treat incentives here. But it's going back to basic training so they know that that door is not going to come back and smack them in the face. And the biggest thing is not only the treat incentive, but the biggest thing you can do is praise. When, when kitty gets it right, Oh, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You're, you're the most brilliant cat in the world. You're so happy because you're praising them. You feel better about it. Your energy goes up, and the animals always respond better to that, that energy. So I think it's isolated. I think you'll get to that point. Feel confident about it, but you're going to have to do a little bit of tr- more training and sort of reintegrate uh, Kitty to the door. Okay. okay. And I also had another problem. Uh, he's been scratching certain pieces my furniture uh Mm. i had the windows replaced in the house and i think he's mad at me because of the change of things that's happened here it's interesting and uh so when that happened uh he started scratching my furniture instead of his scratching post like Uh normally but no i praise him for his scratching post Mm. right and then he pooped on my coat and peed on my blanket wow tim yeah well that's why i mean he's very important Whenever there's a change going on, that we talk to our animals, let them change is about, and what the situ- what they need to do about that situation, and why is it going to be a, a good thing for them. Mm. So for now, here's what we want to do: is we want to talk to her, talk to Kitty, let let them know what the situation is. That's not going to happen again. Here's what you need from them. Here's why it's going to be a good thing. Let's put some more strategic scratching posts around for the time being. Get those simple little cardboard ones that have the little hooks where you can lay them down flat or lean them up against something or um, uh, hang them on the doorpost. Eventually you can get rid of them because they're just cardboard and expensive. But for now we want to put it around the strategic places where we don't want the cat to scratch. Mm -hmm. And then when the cat does it right, we go back to that praising so they get the hint. But the key thing is talk to them, make sure that they know Mm -hmm. that this was an isolated situation and it won't happen again, and, and you need to be a good kitty, and this is going to make me really happy. So build positive 
about that, but go back to the inexpensive scratching post in key locations. All Try right. that out for a while. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ellen. Let's keep it going here. We've got callers from Seattle to Switzerland, and we want to get folks going here, Tim. All right, let's uh, take Margaret from Seattle. Boomer, her cat is intolerant and goes pee on the walls. Let's see if we can control that issue. Margaret. Thank you. Thank you for being there and taking my call. Yes, um, we have actually, oh, a couple cats and three dogs. And I was wondering, Boomer, we were sitting at the table yesterday, and um, right behind our backs we witnessed him just peeing as forcefully as he could on the wall. And I was wondering if this was due to maybe he plays, well, we have a, a chihuahua, that a puppy, well, a year old, uh-huh. that plays with him. And I was wondering if possibly it's, I don't know what the reason, okay. if he's angry or what the deal is. Okay, Tim, what's going on? What's yeah, going on with Boomer? Who's ch- what change, you've had a person or an animal, has there been a person or an animal change in the household? Has someone left, um, someone gone on a trip, has somebody talked about a trip? No, not recently. Okay. Not recently. Have you had it? We had, okay. We had this this little chihuahua that came, but he's been here oh about a year now. Mm. Yeah. This feels emotional to me. It doesn't feel oh. physical. I don't see anything physical going on with him. Oh. I see an emotional oh. thing. And he's shown me change. Oh. He's shown me more of a person. So uh, the reason oh, I'm you asking. Know what? What? Well, uh, my mother passed on. It's going on two years, and we brought him Boomer over from Michigan. Um, but that's the only thing. Mm. Oh, my son, actually, my son moved out on his own like a couple weeks ago. Oh. Okay, there we go. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh. There we go. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. So he's wanting to know what's going on. He's he's wanting to know, is he coming back? They may not even, were they close or not? Well, you know, I didn't think so, but, um, yeah, and that was the, yeah. Yeah, and that was the point I was going to try to make. It really doesn't matter if if a person leaves the house or an animal leaves the house, mm. uh, even if it's for a temporary period of time. Doesn't matter if they were very close to that person or not. Right. It's it's a major shift. It's a major change. And so he's wanting to know where's your son? When's he coming back? Is he coming back? What do I need to do about that? Yeah. What so, can she do, Tim? What can we do right now? Absolutely. So we want to tell, we want to sit down, and I'll do this, do this as well, but here's what I want you to do tonight. Sit down with, with your cat, and you want to explain where your son went and when he'll be back, if you have a ballpark idea or whatever, and why is it going to be okay? Why is it a good thing? Okay, cool. There we go. Talk, okay. talk to him. Yep, All right. Yep. Talk, 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 okay. Margaret. Oh, I will indeed. <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you. Thank you. You know what? And you wrote a book. I, I just caught part of it. Okay, good. Let's have the book, uh, Tim. Yeah, the, the book is called Wagging Tails, T-A-L-E-S. Uh, every animal has a tail, and it's available nationwide or on my website, wagging-tails.com. It's really good. It's a good one. Lots of really cool stories. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you so much. Benny. All right, let's take Barbara from Seattle. And uh, Barbara's uh, dog isn't so happy these days. We want to see if we can get that tail wagging again. All right. All right, Barbara, welcome to the show. Hi, Barbara. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Actually, my dog is very happy. She's very lackadaisical. I mean, she's just happy just to hang with me. And I'm just wondering if she's bored because I have four kids and they've all kind of gone, so the house is quiet now. Mm. She could be happy laying in the house all day, or she'd be happy if she walked. It seems like she doesn't care. And I just want to make sure that she is happy and I'm giving her enough attention and love. Gotcha. Yeah, and now the kids, did they, had they all grown up and moved out, or were they just over for the holidays, or you said they were gone? Oh, 
four kids. There's one left. She's in high school, but the other three are in college and gone mm. for most of the okay. part. Mm. Okay. Were most of them home for the holidays? Yes, everybody was home for the holidays. Okay. Okay. So we here we are, what, second week, going third week of, of January. But holidays, boy, if you have a lot of people in the house, even if it's the same family members, it really throws the animals off the routine. Your dog is very happy. You're exactly right. Still trying to recover a little bit. What I want you to do is I want you to have some sort of special playtime, whether it's to go out, do something special, take them somewhere, play something special. Let's do something special for uh, your, your puppy. Uh, because right now it's more of a recuperating time, mm-hmm. but it's also wanting to know what, when the next big thing is going to happen. Let's have some dedicated time uh, and see if we can get them snapped out of that. One-on-one right on one time. One-on-one on yeah. time, Barbara. Michael, when everybody's home, or is it too much for? Well, he, he likes the activity because it's just like you. I'm sure you were thrilled to death to have all the yeah. kids and everybody back home, but boy, it was nice <laughs> when they left, too. So that's what we're looking at. He likes the routine. He likes the calmness that you guys sort of have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gotten used to that. So when the activity's there, it's fun, but it's it's time to, yeah. So I don't need to worry that she just loves to sleep all day. She's just in recovery, and she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Do some little special things every once in a while, especially re- uh, soon. But other than that, yeah, just let her rest. Let her do your help you do your work, and uh, she'll be great. All right, Barbara, thank you so much for calling in. One more left, Mr. Benny. I think we do. And uh, Julie, and I want to make sure it's Switzerland. Julie, uh, just excuse me, Julie, are you there? Yes, hi. Great, pleasure to have you on the show. So what's up? Um, Nothing much. I just got a dog very randomly. I never thought I would want a dog, but I just got one. And I've had her for a few months. And I was just listening to what you were saying to the other person. <laughs> and I do tag her around a lot and leave her with my parents up in the mountain. And there's a lot of action. And I was just hoping that she was happy with me. Oh, good. Thank you. This is a tough one because we always, Julia, and you're calling from Switzerland, correct? Yes. Yeah, we always wonder, Tim, about our new puppies. What can we say? Yeah, well, the best thing, i got to say something real quick. It, Julie, do you have a horse or are you a horse lover or is there something around a horse? Um, my sister is a horse lover, and my sister was just here for the holidays and just left, and mm. it's very good at sort of being with the dog, and she communicates with animals better than I do, I think. <laughs> there you go. Okay, good. A horse came, I mean, it was a bright picture horse. Horses came in, a bunch of horses, one in particular, brown horses. It popped in as soon as you started talking. So it, it's interesting. Your sister, once again, was there for the holidays, very connected uh, with the dog. Now it's gone, so we want to make sure we're explaining to your new puppy um, where she's going and when she'll be back and why is it going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Let it, Give it some time to recover. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, right now the best thing, if you've got a new dog, get her used to your routine, set up a routine okay, and stick to it. And the second thing is to um, keep her as social as possible because you want to get her used to your friends and your family okay. and your other dogs and cats around. Tim, we've got to run, but I want Julia to stay on the line because I want you to finish up with her uh, while we're during break. Okay, can we do that? Thank you so much. Hold on, Julia. Don't hang up. We're going to be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. we got lots of more juicy stuff coming on. Stay tuned. We've got our buddy in the house, Mary Jane Mack.